This episode of Speak LA the Podcast Underground Actor Talk is sponsored by Actors Connection. At Speak LA, we interview top industry professionals in the entertainment business with a mission of learning what they know that got them to where they are so that we can share that intel with you. Hey guys, I'm Camille and I'm so excited to be your host today. Today, our guest is the lovely Josephine Wilkins. Josephine has spent over a decade coaching people on their very personal journeys to create a life they love, to find their bliss, and to gain clarity in the face of tough decisions. One of her greatest strengths is to recognize her client's highest potential and then guide them to actualize it in their daily lives. And I'm just so looking forward to sharing this episode with you all today. Enjoy. How old were you when you moved to L.A.? I was 28 years old. Did you know anyone here? I knew a lot of people. I knew, (laughs) yes, enormous, (laughs) enormously high, well-connected people. Like, yeah, the people, all the people you'd want to know. Yeah. What was your first impression of LA when you moved there? Magic, wonder, possibility, home felt just so incredible. What career did you end up shifting into when you got to LA? I pretty quickly started personal training and becoming a private yoga teacher. And I'd travel to different actors and celebrities' homes. Uh, yeah. Cool. And then, and then I moved into uh, life coaching. If you had to sum up LA in one word, what would it be? Power power. We've never heard that before. That is awesome. I love that power. Josephine, welcome. Thank you. (laughs) Really, I'm, I'm really looking forward to this time with you to, to get to chat about joy. I'm, I'm thinking of this as our joy episode. Um, and to start it off, I just want to start, you've had such an interesting, gosh, how you got to where you are now as just this phenomenal intuitive coach. It just, it's so connected to acting as well and to your beginning. So I just want to hear what was your journey as an actor and how did you pivot in your career and come to the place that you are now? So did you always know that you wanted to be an actor? Why don't we start there? Yes, I started acting at five years old and I grew up in a family that not only very much fostered my intuitive connection, but always loved me being in the center. So I think naturally I'm actually quite introverted and much more private, but it was how I grew up to get love and attention. And so I was front and center and I went all the way up through high school and plays. And then I had the incredible opportunity. I auditioned one year and didn't get in. And then second time got into NYU grad acting and uh, was there. And that was just a phenomenal experience. And um, yeah. And so I went to LA with everything everyone would want, the great representation, celebrity mentors, like friends. I mean, all my classmates pretty much right now. I mean, I can say their names and they're all on TV shows and doing great. And, um, and I was in LA and I was pursuing it and I just wasn't experiencing joy and joy started to come in, in ways that surprised me. Mm -hmm. I started to find much more interest in supporting my friends. So I started, you know, becoming a personal trainer and a yoga teacher and, um, 
my husband is in the industry. He still is actually working on a movie right now, even though we're in Northern Arizona. So we were very enmeshed in the community. And for me to find joy, I had to really loosen my initial you know, constructs of what I thought this would look like. And I've been really privileged, actually, and I love talking about the topic of joy because I've been able to see how people thrive in Hollywood slash life, because it's all the same thing, and who doesn't. And they're very similar strategies. It's it's not, this is not rocket science. This is very, very, very um, trackable steps that anyone can take. And especially in Hollywood, because I do think Hollywood, that industry, it's an amplifier. It You can come in and it's an amplifier of your intention. Whatever you desire is going to be amplified. And so it's an incredible incredible space of creation and power and possibility and joy for sure. I love that. Yeah. I remember once talking to you about, um, you were talking to me about joy. First of all, I just love that word joy, the word joy. It just are, it's as actors, I think people listening to this can just close their eyes for a second and say it and really feel it kind of come to play in your body and where it sits. But mm. I I remember talking to you and you said to me once, which I thought was so interesting, that you can, you can, the joy you feel as an actor, you can feel it in different ways and they might surprise Absolutely. you. And I thought that and was, yeah, no, please go ahead. No, sorry. I, yeah. I mean, you've nailed it. I think that where people get led astray in Hollywood and in life, it's all the same. But again, Hollywood is kind of an amplifier of energy is when I am focused on an external reward outcome, IMDb profile, you know, all of that stuff. Um, we get, we get lost. We get mm -hmm. very, very lost. And when I think about my friends, my schoolmates, you know, the people that I know, I mean, I could list off a bunch of people that have wildly successful careers, Oscars, I mean, everything. And there is a very common thread. There's a very similar theme. They get up in the morning and whatever their belief systems are or their spiritual practice or their religion or whatever it is that they're following, their attention is on their ability to focus in the direction of what gets them feeling good. So if they have an audition, it's like, oh, wow, today I get to perform. If they have a meeting, it's like, oh, cool. You know, I get to meet this person and that person. There's a present-minded awareness that when cultivated brings an incredible amount of joy. The actors that I know that are very obsessed with that external fame and whatever, whatever, whatever. It's just, I've seen it so many times, it just doesn't work. It doesn't work if you're going for those hollow external matrix programmed realities. It has to go back to what gets me feeling good. Even if you're in a moment of a scene, what, what, what is this about? Like, where am I going? What am I wanting to feel? What am I, where is the joy in this moment? And even if we're angry or depressed or sad or, you know, all of it, where is that joy? Where is that liberation? And when we keep refocusing and redirecting back to that, then it doesn't really matter if you get the call back. It doesn't matter if you get the next agent. All of that just takes care of itself. It, it, it just does because our focus becomes on what I have control over, which is my inner state. Mm. Well, I was just going to say, I mean, this is such a, I think the thing that 
I always found really hard about being an actor is that I didn't know how to control what I needed to do in order to get to where I wanted to get to. I didn't. And, and it was, you know, and I did find, you know, I had, when I sat down and I did like the casting workshops, this is when I first moved to Los Angeles and I did all that stuff, which by the way, it, it, there were things about it that did work for me. And I met phenomenal people just probably when I was more in that state of joy, but it didn't, um, it moved away from what I personally, Camille, love about acting, which is the craft, which is the art form. And I, it was really tricky for me to, to kind of walk those two lines. So how would you, you know, how would you say to an actor, like, how do you begin to cultivate a mindset that is putting more of the emphasis on the joy rather than a lot of the control or scarcity that does, I mean, it does exist in Hollywood. I mean, that is one of the things that is hard to contend with is the energy that exists in LA that is like, go, 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 do, 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 blah, 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 you know, and it it moves away from that feeling of flow kind of. Yes. So what would you say to to an actor? Like, how do you, how would you cultivate that mindset? How would you work on it? What does that look like in a career? Every single day, beginning your morning with a spiritual practice. And I say spiritual, you know, however, there's so many different arrays, but if you start your day cultivating your focus and your attention for that day, Mm -hmm. and you continue to move through the day, really setting up what, why you're here. Like you can start each day with just saying, you know, I'm here to bring light. I'm here to bring light. There's so many, what I would call star seeds in LA, which are what I would define as high vibrational creative people that just emanate enormous frequency of light. And so if you connect into that every day and just say, okay, this is, this is my grounding time in nature, stillness, community in the midst of all of that the matrix wild machinery right of la this the pavement that this all of that you have this incredible choice to getting very disciplined and focused what am i really what am i really and keep going back to that throughout the day and having that be every day that center stepping stone that you can return to regardless of all all of the crazy pulls and everything that's trying to take you off course. And what I mean off course is I do mean your your connection to the divine. However you define that, universe, God, angels, there is a larger experience happening here. And if you begin working with that, it can help you in detachment. It can help you in surrender. My, you know, my some of my most powerful acting teachers at NYU, Ron Van Lu, he's, I think he was at Yale. Anyway, he's very famous and you know, I mean, these people weren't saying, you know, Buddhism or spiritualism, they weren't using this woo-woo language, but it's all the same. It's, it's, it was like, if you're in the moment as an actor and you're really there, you're present, you're in your body, you're breathing, you know, you're just in the moment, your scene's incredible. It's, it's your, your performance is going to go, you know, it's, it's going to reach people. It's going to reunite. We, as humans, we're craving to return back to that simplicity. And that's the role of the actor, whether it's a commercial or, you know, Vogue, whatever, it doesn't even matter. We're bringing in that consciousness back to the moment of getting people back reconnected into what's really important. And that's something that actors are really good at. Like they're good at understanding like, 
Yeah. What, when you say like, I'm here to bring light it, it, it's also, it reminds me of, um, this other interview that we had with Stuart, this man named Stuart, who, um, is the head of BBR talent agency and, or one of the founders. And he, um, he said, you know, you want to know what your why is you want to understand because you can bring your why anywhere, which is kind of like, which, which I think is interesting because it is sort of like when you talk about joy that, and, and creativity, that that can exist in so many different places as long as it's connected to what's bringing you happiness and um and what your why is and i think actors if if anything their first intuition intuitive impulse of like what that why is is usually i mean it's always 100% correct i think we get de- we get we can get a little veered off track cuz we're so sensitive <laughs> but i think that's something that actors do really really well is we know how to do they those. do really well Yes. And what you just said is one of the most, our, our greatest power is our sensitivity mm-hmm. because that sensitivity is the gauge. How connected am I to my why? How connected am I to my, to, into what my intention is now? Well, we're not connected. We're getting bombarded by everyone else's energy instead of saying, oh, okay, that's them. And which is me. How can I get really clear on my focus? Where, what is it that I want to create? Cause you said a very powerful word, which is control. When we try to control, right, like our outcome or what we think is meant to happen for us, it's very frustrating. Instead of getting up every morning and just planting seeds, and that's our job, putting it out there, and that's our job, and letting go and having fun and just enjoying. I mean, that's why I was so attracted to LA is the frequency holding of the energies there. It's such, it's such a, it is such a creative, fertile place for so much possibility. Yeah, I love that. I mean, that's um I'd love I I love to talk a little bit about uh sensitivity because that's something that I know for myself has been a big struggle is embracing my sensitivity, knowing it's one of my superpowers, so to speak. And it is a superpower. Yeah. yeah. And allowing and it's the instant yeah, sorry. No, 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 please. This is I love when you start talking. <laughs> I won't be quiet. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's it's so powerful. It's our superpower because it's the instant information that we're off course. And what I mean by that is that we go around and we're so addicted to if the people outside us act a certain way, or if I book this job, or if I get this review, or everything's external, instead of remembering that I am the creator of my own reality, I am the determinant of what my internal state is, I get to decide where I want to hold my frequency right now. And in that space, when you're actually in that space and you release the, and it's hard, it's hard because we have goals and we have ambitions, but it's a beautiful art form. And there's so many people in LA and there's a dark side. I mean, every city, every area has a dark side, right? I mean, Mm -hmm. it's not just like it's all love and light. There's a darkness to every area and that area as well. And all of us, but sensitivity that gives us that quick mirroring back. How am I doing? Where is my internal gauge? How in alignment with joy am I? And in the moments when we're not, that's space for self-care, slowing down, prayer, intention, reconnecting back into something larger. I find that sometimes I'm doing great 
Like I wake up in the morning, you know, and, you know, especially right now, as you know, I'm, I'm pregnant. And so I'm feeling things yay, like so intensely. And I find that one thing can just knock me off and I am trying, it's like a ladder that I'm trying to climb back on. And there will be certain, certain circumstances or certain people that will say something, you know, we, I mean, we all have those, you know, people in our lives or situations. And um, so I, I'd love to like, I, I'd love to hear how, um, you know, I'm using myself, but I know a lot of people yeah. will, can hear this and relate. Like, what do I say to this mind that will not stop kind of pulling me yeah. back? Like, I'll, I'll be like, oh, but there's a beautiful sky. And then it's like, no, blah, 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 blah. You know, it's like the gremlin. And then yeah. I say, oh, but you know, this is yeah. happening. And, and even right now is like, you know, I'm in this amazing process of like building, like creating something inside of me. It's like out of this world, but then you have this like other side of it with these hormones that are like out of control. And you're like, how do you, you know, so, so, you know, I'm just using that as an example, but as an actor, you know, I, I do remember, like I would be in my car, everything's fine. And then you walk into the audition room and it's like slam, bam, I'm absorbing this energy or I'm feeling this energy. And I suddenly have to get together again, or I've said my, done my audition and it's like a really tough audition, you know, that's with a subject that I had to, you know, go to a place of a lot of pain and present that. And then I can't shake it off for the rest of the day. So how, how do we, you know, can you give me some, concrete tips on how I can talk to my brain. Yeah, we work with it and and taking away any of the judgment that says that it's off track, that says that there's anything yeah. wrong with the brain. The brain is just a little squirrely like a puppy and it needs a direction. So whenever we're picking up on someone's energy, that's our energy because, mm. you know, there's a period of time that I think all of us you know, we went through this stage of identifying narcissisms and vampires and energetic drainers. And it's not to say that on one dimensional plane, that isn't true. But I think in the higher realms, anyone who's triggering anything in you is absolutely a blessing. It's a blessing. And if you have a scene where you trigger some depression, you know, let yourself move towards it. Let yourself be compassionate. Let yourself know, oh, okay, this is actually really important. And then it starts to soften. I think what the mind loves to do when it has full control is that it loves to just go endlessly about, you know, judgment and, and how this is wrong. And if, if this external or if this would happen, then I'd feel better. Instead of going, oh, okay, this is coming up, whatever it might be. I'm watching, I'm witnessing it, I'm seeing it, but I'm not going to let it dominate my life. So even when you were describing, you know, I'm going through my day and, and my mind starts to take off. The beauty of, as you're describing it, is that you're seeing that. Mm -hmm. You're seeing it. You're seeing the mind go off. And that, that's, that's the number one thing. We see it. And then we, and then we can reframe it. We can refocus it. You know, the actors that I've seen that have the most joy in their life are incredible. You use the word pivoters. They can sit in anything and go, okay, how can I be grateful for this? How can I reframe this? How can I shift my perspective around this? even if we're in depression or sad or whatever, you know, and saying, okay, this is, this is important. It must be because it's going, it's going down in my field. So 
really moving towards it instead of like, oh shit, I'm fucking up again. And my mind is, you know, and then if it's really amped up mm-hmm. to like a degree where you just can't turn it off, mm-hmm. then I think, you know, a nap, meditation, yeah. making love, going to nature, yeah. you know, taking a bath, watching a great movie, like just, you know, when it's really like you can't yeah. kind of, you know, really, which happens, it totally happens. You just, I- I'm a big fan of distraction. Just getting yourself into anything that feels better than where you are. Oh, I love that. You know, that's such great. I I love the, you know, walking towards it, making it part of what you're doing. And also if you can't distraction, like put on a funny yeah. movie, oh, go yeah. for a walk, make love. I love oh, that because it interrupts it all. all of it. Yeah. Yeah. So how would you, this is just, I'm just curious. I really wanted to ask you this question. How would you encourage an actor to redefine or define the idea of a business? So the business of the actor, we hear that word so often. I think that word in itself can be a little, I don't know, challenging to like wrap your brain around. And I mean, I use it. I know it is, it is a business, but um, I'd just love to hear your thoughts on how you can incur, like, what would you say to an actor? Like, how would you say, like, think about your business? If you were to do the first thing, the first step as the CEO of your business, or maybe you wouldn't even call it a business, what would it be? Yeah. I think, I mean, I've run several businesses that have been very successful and the ones that are always successful are when I focused first and foremost on service. Mm. I've got to be in it to be giving something back that's of need. You know, we go back to these ancient definitions of business. We've gotten very caught up in making money and, you know, taking from people and all that. That's the dark shadow side. But the essence of business is service. Mm -hmm. And actors can get very caught up with, you know, well, if I get this job or if I get this booking or this callback or whatever, this series, then I will be in business when the reality is if you can frame it and look at every day, what are you giving? And it's difficult because as an actor, it seems like, well, I'm trying to get, I'm trying to get a booking. I'm trying to get an agent. I'm trying to get my script sold, whatever. Reframing it and thinking in every interaction, what am I serving? Actors generally are so, they're here to bring so much light and to bring so much happiness and goodness and relief and comfort. I mean, I think of one of my friends who's a very, very famous Vogue model. And, you know, you see him on the bulletin boards everywhere. And blah, blah. and whenever I see him, I'm always like, oh, it's so clear to me. He is there to give inspiration, to uplift, to bring light. And I think if you can create a business where that's your main intention, whatever it might be, I mean, those are just kind of, you know, of intentions that have worked for me, then all the stuff works out, the postcards, the meetings, you know, because if you go to your audition and you're like, I am here to brighten this person's day. Right. I am here to make them laugh. I am here to make them cry, which is also a gift. I am here to, you know, make make people feel things that they haven't felt yet. Because you're you are, you know, it's interesting that one of the things we we're talking about is you can go watch a movie and well, here we are, we, you know, we're the creators of those movies. Right. So that ability to give that escape, to give that experience. But when you continuously focus on how you want to feel in your business, how you want others to feel in their interactions with you in the business, then it just, all that 3D, the, the, the logistics, the practicals, it all just unfolds. So if you were to wake up today, for example, and think, 
I really don't feel like doing this today. Like the idea of sending a postcard, for example, or working on my resume, it makes me want to vomit on myself. But the idea of maybe working on this really cool monologue or reading the script starts to excite me again. What would you say? Go towards the... Absolutely. Absolutely. Follow your bliss. I mean, it's it's this phrase we've heard before, but it's the absolute strategy. You follow your joy, you follow, and and we know this, but do you want to, do you want to get really good at it? Go to Hollywood and get in the entertainment business. (laughs) Yeah. Seriously. It's like, you know, like you want to master that? That's where you go because there's all these different, and it's exactly as you say, it's not that the casting workshops and it's not that that isn't all part of it. It absolutely is, but you can go to a casting workshop and you can go to it because you got to get a business and you got to get the job or you can go to it to find joy and to find community and to light yourself up and to bring joy to the others in the room and to uplift others or you know everything that gets you going and then that just and this isn't me just you know talking out my butt this is actually what i've observed a lot and what actually yeah. really works this actually really, I'm actually, I'm from Maine. I'm from the East Coast. I'm actually a very practical person. I, you know, speak in woo-woo language, but I like to do it works. And these strategies actually work because they get you in that state, which is much more magnetic. It's much more powerful. And so you're up and you're, like you said, you're gravitated to writing to your script. And then you think about your friend that you haven't thought about forever and how's she doing? And you email her and she's in France and she's like, I'm looking, my best friend's looking for a script. And you know, that flow. Yeah. It's just when things align and that's what you want to focus on. How can I get in that frequency? That's what I want to cultivate. That's where I want to spend my attention. What gets me in that zone? It kind of reminds me of like when you're in love, you know, when you first fall in love with somebody and all of a sudden it's like you might be out there dating and it's like nothing is working. And then you meet somebody and they just, you're on that cloud nine. You're just so happy. And then all of a sudden every person is hitting on you all around you and you're like, what is happening right now? Like, where were you like three months ago? You know, (laughs) it kind of reminds me of that, that feeling, you know? That's absolutely it. But it's okay too to not always be on that track or to not always be in that flow because No, yeah. And that and and when we're off flow or when we're out of alignment, you know, that's when we go back to what we were talking about earlier is just distracting, being as loving as you can, being as gentle as you can, surrounding yourself with as much comfort as you can. And then you'll come back there. Yeah, but we didn't we didn't come down here to be in a constant state of like just rooted in a place of euphoria and joy. No, this is planet earth. Planet earth is rigorous. Mm-hmm. And it's going to kick your ass and it's going to kick your ass because we wanted it. We created this experience. So it would kick. We did create the matrix. We created this reality so that we would have all this stuff to bump up, bump up against and then be like, okay, amidst all of that, what am I creating? So, Maybe a new belief system that we can kind of encourage actors to have right now is rather than I've got to do, we can say, um, just check in with joy, see where you're at, recalibrate and just, absolutely just see if you can do that. You said that to me once, I think you said, um, do it for a month, just do only things that make you 
joyful for a month. Oh, yeah. So maybe we oh, can yeah. say to actors today, hey, guys, let's just try this. Try it for a month. You can't do a month, do a week, do two days, do whatever you can just to start finding what that feels like inside of you as you're pursuing this career. Absolutely. And then you're going to start loving it so much and having so much momentum. You're not going to want to stop. Yeah. <laughs> you're going to be like, I figured life out. I figured life out. And even on the rough days, it's like, they're just not as rough because you know that, oh, wait, wait, okay. I'm going to forget for maybe a day or two. And then this will come back in and it'll just redefine you again and say, okay, wait a minute. What do I want? I want more joy. Okay. And here's the thing, like you said, we're not always there, but that powerful practice of just doing one thing that gets you feeling a little bit better, one thing, you know, and you know, do I want tuna fish or turkey? I don't know. <laughs> I just, that uh, turkey feels good, you know, and then, okay, yeah. like literally step by step. Cause when we're not feeling good and we're out of, you know, out of sorts, it, it can get very overwhelming. I've worked with a lot of people with um, serious depression and anxiety, mm -hmm. and it's it's all the same. It's that the thoughts are cycling in an extremely negative thought pattern. And so you can't tell someone in depression or suicide or suicidal, you know, hey, let's, you know, just look at the positive here. You know, like you can't jump. You got to go little by little by little. So to everyone that's, you know, taking on this 30-day challenge, let it be very practical. Let it be very simple, you know, very just like, okay. If it feels overwhelming, like I want to be an actor and I don't know where to begin, just breaking it down. Okay, what feels good? It feels good to hang out with my friend that just got, you know, a job on a set. Great. Let me get in that frequency. Let me get in that frequency. I um in, in 2012, um, I gave a reading to an actor and it used to be much more, let's say, static in kind of our timelines. It's a bigger discussion, but timelines are shifting so fast because we're so broad. And I saw him, I was like, you're going to have an audition at Tuesday at two. It's going to take you to the billboards and, you know, whatever. And um, so what was I doing? I was just reading a timeline of possibility, right? Mm -hmm. And that's really what I do as an intuitive is that I, I read possibilities. Well, what did this guy do? He heard my timeline read and he was like, oh, this is going to happen. This is going to happen. And for three days, he secluded himself in his apartment. He only talked to his manager. He only did things that kept him in that feeling place. Mm -hmm. And then he called me on Monday and you're texting me. I can't remember. And was like, I have the audition at two. And sure enough, he got it at two. It skyrocketed his career. He's on billboards. He's a you know, name everybody would know. And the cool thing about that though, was what did he do in that period? You know, he really got into that feeling state as if it was already done. Yeah. And as if, and it, as, and he protected it, he made it important to he, feel. he made it the number that's yeah. it and when you protect your inner state yeah when you're in los angeles with that much pavement and that much traffic and that much 5g and all of that goodness <laughs> and you let that be your focus this is what i have control over you have absolute control over your inner state you do yeah and we yeah. forget that we can we can really forget that quickly and we can get very rocked over and if you are that's okay but if you just keep bringing it back nope this is 30 days of joy what simply gets me feeling just a little bit better move in that direction yeah i i think for me this is i i sometimes feel like guilty for feeling yeah. joy when i'm around of other course. people so i i love that idea of protecting it like if you don't if if it's oh, yeah. it's still a little bit 
you know, you're still working on it and you have other feelings that are coming up, just keep it till you're at that. I I always think of it as like a vase, like a vase around you. You know, it just Mm -hmm. gets bigger and bigger and bigger as my joy, my capacity for Mm -hmm. joy grows. I can let in more things. I can bring in more love, but I didn't start off like that. I I started off with a smaller vase with a lot of stuff I was working on, you know, and I think Mm -hmm. that's, that's a really cool part of the story that, that you just told. Um, I'd love to ask. So we're, we're, we're wrapping up now. I'm so, I could talk to you about this forever. <laughs> you oh, know, yeah. normally we end with a certain question, but I'm actually going to change it because I really want to hear just from you. Like, what does joy for you, Josephine, feel like and look like? Joy is that ability to in a moment's notice, connect into the field of divinity and the field of feeling, feeling good, feeling connected, feeling whole. And that is a practice. You know, sometimes some days it's like joy is right there and other days it's not. And, and that's absolutely okay. But that feeling, that knowing, you know, cause We've all, I've myself, we've all had a lot of struggle and a lot of challenge in our life. I mean, you can't be human in 2022 at this point, still alive, and not have had a lot of struggle. Right? <laughs> Seriously. The people, the people on earth right now are, they're, they're badass. They just are. You just are. If you're listening to this podcast, you're a badass. It's like, you know, pain, you know, struggle, you know, life without joy. You do. So joy is that ability to command yeah, that connection to something bigger that brings a certain sense of relief and comfort and just a little bit more of ease. Thank you so much. And for people that would like to reach out with you, potentially work with you, like how are ways that they can find you and offerings that you have? Yes. Yes. Um, I have a website, josephinewilkins.com. And um, yeah, if you'd like to book a reading, uh, I do phone sessions still and i um, doing it for 17 years and I absolutely love doing it. Yeah. So that's a great way. And you also have a book, right? I do have a book. Yeah. I have a book called Love Beans, which is on Amazon. Yeah. You can look it up uh, under Josephine Wilkins. It's under Love Beans. You have to put both in. Um, and yeah, it's, it's an, it's a guide to cultivating greater intuition. Wonderful. Thank you. Well, thank you so much for taking the time to be here with us, with me (laughs) and with us, all of our listeners today. So I know, I know actors are going to love this. So thank you. Thank you. This episode of Speak LA, the podcast was sponsored by Actors Connection. Actors Connection offers free resources, including valuable online programs, for more information, go to actorsconnection.com and sign up for their e-blast today. It is also sponsored by the Speak LA membership, which provides you with professional guidance and hands-on mentoring. If you're serious about your acting career, join the Speak LA membership today. To join or for more information about the membership, go to ispeakla.com. That's ispeakla.com. Our sound engineer is the very talented Dan Leonard of homevoiceoverstudio.com, and I'm Camille Thornton-Alson, your host for today and one of the co-founders of Speak LA. Come and find us at ispeakla.com. That's ispeakla.com. See you next time. Bye.